Welcome to the Trying to Be Better podcast with Joel and Steve. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Trying to Be Better podcast with Joel and Steve. My name is Joel. And I'm Steve. And this, this is your favorite podcast. Welcome. It is my favorite podcast. How'd you know? <laughs> it's, 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 up. it's top five for me. Top five. Oh, good. <laughs> it's top five. Yeah. Yeah. We were, we were just, we were just kvetching together and then I noticed Steve's Steve's video is weird, so I'm I've, I'm staring at a frozen face, but I can hear you just fine. You're, am I am I smiling, or is it like a grimace? Uh, it's like a right now. It's kind of like a yeah half smile. It's it's a little bit of a sly grin. Oh, good, I can handle that. Okay, good. Yeah, that yeah. And there's a smile. Now if we can just there's, freeze okay. it there, that'd be great. Okay, I'll do what I I'll see what I can do with the internet. Uh, find us on Instagram, everybody. We need yeah. some more Instagram followers so that I can start. We can have a partnership with like Celsius Energy Drinks or something. Oh, that's uh, a good idea. Yeah. At Trying to Be Better Podcast. At Trying to Be Better Podcast. Yeah. Find us on the grams. Uh, we do have an email address still. Yes. It's uh, ttbbpodcast at gmail.com. And so, if you send us an email, I will send you a trying to be better, a limited edition trying to be better podcast uh, sticker. Please allow 68 weeks for delivery. Yeah. And, and, and in the case of my friend Armando, please allow three months. <laughs> I finally got a friend and past guest, Eric Delaney, his stickers after almost two months. And I see yeah. him like twice a week. <laughs> I know. I need to, I, Armando, here's my formal public apology. <laughs> Your sticker is in my car. It's not in the mail, but it's in my car. Which is close. I mean, it's... At any point, it could be put into a mailbox. <laughs> it, so it could be. primed and ready to be... Locked and loaded, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, they, they sell... Like, if you go to a United States post office, you can buy an envelope with a stamp already on it. That's amazing. I know. It's amazing. The you don't even have to, That would mean that I would need... A stamp, you can just throw it in there and address it and you'd have to write his address though and i mean that's kind of a lot the, the five to seven minute wait time at any u.s post office right now is too much for me i mean i love you armando and we text but <laughs> but my love does it. my love does have limits you know and standing in line at the post office a little outside of those bounds <laughs> i love you i love you a lot but not that much i'm pretty sure that you can buy those envelopes out of the self-service machines at a post office don't, don't make this anymore. hey armando i'm just trying to help he at will... joel's expense armando knows how to guilt me better than anybody um he still brings up the fact that, that i challenge accepted one time this is a fun story about armando that he loves to give me shit about and i it's been a minute since he's given me shit so maybe me bringing up the story there'll be more some more shit given but we were in grad school together and he needed to get to the airport right and he thought he looked in his rolodex of people in his mind and he thought who is a trustworthy individual that could take me to an to the lax airport on a saturday morning very early Oof. 
Oof. And he and the one of the name I don't know if I was the first name, but one of the names that popped up was one Joel Patrick Egger. So he asked me to do this, right? And it's a Saturday morning, and I probably had rehearsal the night before. And I'm, you know, I I literally did not remember any of it. I must have had my phone off. Kirsten was out of town. I slept. I slept until like eleven o'clock, right? I was he I was supposed to get him at like seven a.m. or some shit. I woke up to like text messages and phone calls and i actually woke up to our friend so he actually reached out to von zell to like hey joel's mia and i need to get to the airport but uh, send emily von zell's partner over to joel's apartment to see if he's still alive like a wellness check because i just like was just snoozing through all of it right so i woke up to uh from emily like are you alive? And I was like, yeah. And then she's like, you were supposed to take her mom to the airport. I'm like, oh, and oh. like the, the, the atom bomb of guilt that went off in my chest. I still feel it just talking about it. So he can always tap into that story if he ever wants to. God damn. I said, God damn. God damn. So, yeah. Uh, how you been, dude? It's been, uh, it's been a, it's been a couple of weeks. In a couple weeks, how? What's well, new, man? To, have we talked since I went to Puerto Rico? I don't. That we, I think we briefly mentioned it, but I don't know. Yeah, we did. Yeah, no, we, we talked about it last time. Okay, fine. So then, now it's just you know, hey, is your echo cancellation on? Because I'm hearing echoing. Uh, we'll check. This Streamyard stuff is really. Yeah, great. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. I don't know. I'm starting to almost think about going back to Zoom. Echo cancellation is on. We're good. So is mine. That's Hello? so weird. Hello? Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's great. Uh, so yeah, whatever. Maybe we'll go back to Zoom. Um, it now see now I'm in that awesome place of um, not that I don't have things to look forward to. I do. I'm going to Chicago, and you know my day to day life is not uh, unsatisfactory. <laughs> but uh, um, I, I've struggled a little bit with just going like making the donuts and paying the bills and mm -hmm. you know it, you know like the um there was a i don't know if pink cloud is exactly the right term but you know you know anything that's like new and fresh and kind of like a, a major change mm -hmm. right well now it's just that's not that it's i'm still kind of thick of certain things but uh it, like it's just been kind of um a little bit of malaise maybe yeah but i've been taking uh, appropriate actions to deal with that which is nice you know mm -hmm. um doing lots of the secret meeting things and playing some music and going out and being with people and it's that's amazing how therapeutic that is yeah mm -hmm. i uh yeah i yeah that's that's good that when you're feeling that malaise you continue to trudge yeah and that's right? what it is like what else can you do nothing but like i mean god this last this weekend has been i saw uh well i played a show last night and then um friday night i went up to omaha to see our friend and past guest uh greg wright and another guy yeah. eric aspengren play yeah. uh avant-garde I don't know what they would call it. I call it space rock, like your space, space music, rock. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Ambient and, uh, space rock. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Is it ambient or ambient? It depends on what part of the country you're in, I guess. Okay, for what whether you're I'm in England. Good, I'm a solid Nebraskan, so we're going to go with ambient. Ambient. Exactly. Take ambient and go to an ambient show. Right. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, <laughs> wash our car on the way there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was at this place called Project Project at 18th and Vinton in Omaha. And it's a really cool, um, ex- you know, extreme indie art space. It looked, you sent me a photo. It looked like uh, just a plywood box. It was a plywood box. I'm here for that. Yeah, it was great. I mean, like just the Spartanness of it all was great. Yeah. It was the, yeah. the you know, pay what you want to pay show kind of thing. Yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was really cool. And uh, Greg and Eric did their thing. And um, and my hat's off to Eric, uh, you know, was kind of a music guy around yeah town and uh but he hadn't played the show in a long time since i think mm-hmm. since he left red cities um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and greg has never played a show out see that's wild man because like i know him as a musician i know that he is like carefully and i think we even talked about it on that interview with like carefully curated probably an immaculate drum set but he's never yes. actually played publicly so dude Fucking A, man. Sorry to have missed it, but that's so cool you were able to do that, Greg. Yep, that was rad. Um, so, yeah, that was really cool. And then I went, uh, there's a new, in the wake of the Jerry Pranksters splitting up after 17 years, uh, Brian Gerkensmeyer, a.k.a. Pickle, has put together this thing called the Midwest Dead Coalition. Mm-hmm. And uh, wowzers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw them. Uh, in Omaha Friday night and I went and caught the last hour and a half of their show after my show last night mm-hmm. in Lincoln because we got done at midnight and they played to 1.30 so I just boogied over to the storm cellar <laughs> and uh, the the I mean Brian pay, plays bass um, but the uh, this 19 year old kid named Riley Chavez does the Jerry leads yeah how's that oh he's great uh, he's nice. still young like right. uh and that shows sometimes, but um, that's fine because he's yeah. 19. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. And uh, but he comes down. He lives in South Dakota. And then oh, his wow. pal it gets better. His pal. Oh, what's his name? Oh, gosh. I want to say it's Danny, but I'm probably wrong. <sighs> Names are escaping me. Whatever. Another like a 20 year old drummer comes up from Dallas, Texas. To play so these gigs here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we got the guitar from South Dakota, drums from Dallas, Texas, and then another drummer, uh, uh, key uh, multi instrumentalist named uh, Blake, who played a little bit with the Jerry Pranksters. He plays pedal steel and guitar, and he's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a keyboard player whose name I do not know, but is also phenomenal. Uh, so we got two drums, uh, kill you know, killer keyboard, killer guitars, Brian on bass. And they just smoked the joint. Nice. <laughs> yeah. It's a little sloppy, but it doesn't matter. You know That'll what I'm do. saying? Because yeah. when they, right, well, exactly. Because when they drop the, when they get into the groove, forget about it. Because yeah. both drummers are great and they are doing a pretty good job of the other drummer whose name, he's an Omaha guy and he's, his name is escaping me, which I'm sorry. Um, but he plays in like Powder Blue, the Ween joint, and a couple other mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's like these guys that just know the material get together and i don't think they rehearse and they just hit it and bring it in i mean they might rehearse in in different pieces you know 
But yeah. I mean, if you're the drummer, one of the drummers coming from Dallas, you're not getting together on the weekends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. really cool. But like, yeah, are they playing more shows coming up? I'd like to check. I this don't know. Out. I don't know. But what I hope this turns into is, uh, and I, it's named to be uh, expansive to expand Midwest dead coalition is uh, that kind of anybody that's in the area. Mm-hmm. You just book some gigs and go play them. That's really see what cool. happens. Kind of yeah. all, uh, all uh, Phil and friends, you know? Yeah. And so that's really, I mean, the thought of that really being a thing is pretty exciting. Yeah, if, you're into, if you're, if you're into that sort of thing. Yeah, I am. But into that. I mean, it was like, we, I mean, they were, yeah, I mean, there's the occasional misstep or whatever, but it doesn't, it absolutely does not matter, you know? Yeah. Right. Cause they're all good enough. They just pick it up and go, you know? Yeah. And they can turn, they can move, they can, you know, it's the old, the look over the glasses. Yeah. Now, you know, yeah. everybody's yeah. cool. Boom. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And they just, I mean, so anyway, that was just fantastic. I, Jesus, I was up way past my bedtime last night. Yeah, dude, got, you're out. You're out there partying. The, the old duders out there living that life for the rest of us, man. I I'm feel. Really... <laughs> Jesus That's Christ. So I, uh, it's been a lot of fun, man. And I think that's part of it. You know, I, I, the party is not going to come to me period. Yeah. Like if I want to go out and do things like to do the things that I want to do, I have to go be a part of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, I, I got respect for that. I think I'm at a place where I'm selective. I, I, I don't know. I, not that I'm being a, I'm not trying to be an asshole. I'm just like, man, dude. I don't know that I yeah. want to be out until one thirty in the morning at a show. Well, I believe me. That's, I mean, if, if, uh, and you if did I that had, shit after playing a show yourself, right? Yeah. I, we started playing at eight, stopped at 12 and I boogied on down to, uh, you know, storm cellar. It was great. Good crowd there. Love the storm cellar. Another shout out, uh, to the storm cellar. Cause that place is gonna, uh, there's just some, some cool stuff happening there. So that's exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I um I missed your show. I I had kind of marked that. I'm like, hmm, maybe I'll go check out uh, Exile show. But we were given gifted uh, tickets to see Postmodern Jukebox last yeah, night. Yeah, I saw. How was that, dude? Dude, so cool, dude. Those guys. It, it's. I mean, and, and you know, when you mentioned Midwest Dead Coalition, it's like I think that the Postmodern Jukebox thing is a rotating cast of you know, yeah, yeah. really talented jazz and r&b musicians and so you know i've watched their videos for 10 years same and and seen a lot of different faces and people doing different things and they're they're just their arrangements of pop songs is fantastic like you know but the surprise okay so the surprise of the evening last night was the mc he has a fantastic voice he did a cover of that song radioactive by i think it's imagine dragons i would prefer postmodern jukebox's version of radioactive any day of the week sure but he sang that and it was just brought the place to its knees good wow um but then he like halfway through the show he's like you know when i first heard this because he was introducing like the female singers and they would take their turns sometimes they'd back up sometimes they'd sing their own songs so i thought he's doing another introduction for one of the singers and he's like when i first heard this singer i you know was blown away blah 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 and then he 
he had introduced the drummer before and he said the drummer's name I'm like oh my god the drummer can sing we'll see how this goes right he did like this very they did this very pared down version of Soundgarden's Black Hole Sun Black Hole Sun I saw a video of that holy shit dude I was just like <laughs> sitting there mouth agape like just the arrangement and then the power they brought to it and it it was it's just it's it's a good time and they had that place they had the lead center rocking you know like nice. people hooting and hollering all ages you know and it was it was a party it was really really cool and just like if you ever get a chance Wait, to see an actual party at the lead center yeah dude people they were like right. getting people up standing up screaming hooting singing along clapping snapping to trying to snap to the two and four you know like it was pretty good <laughs> good yeah that's awesome yeah yeah mm -hmm. a bunch of a bunch of middle-aged white people trying to keep the beat it worked i love it yeah it was a lot that was really cool and it was a really like it was one of those things where i think i saw it advertised and i was like oh i should get we should do that and then it kind of slipped my mind and um a friend of ours was like hey we have two extra tickets we'd like to gift them to you and we're like sold, sold. you know it was, it was really cool nice. nice little nice little date night it was really cool that's awesome yeah yeah hmm yeah so that was cool and then it, it's really weird or it's a nice it's a good problem to have it's that the thing of man there's so many cool things to do there's and i can only do like do. one or two of them yeah yeah that's i have very little patience for people that are like no lincoln's boring oh yeah no like man you're you're boring yeah <laughs> you're, well, you're I, the problem is you pal I went out and this is, it's too late now for anybody to see it. I think there's a, there's a, by the time this airs, it'll be over. But I went and saw one person show, one woman show produced by Angel, Angel's Theater Company. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> because the, the artistic director, Timothy Scholl, who I've, he, we should have him on. We really should have him on. I think you've said uh, that before. I know. I need, I'll make that happen this week. I also need um, to reach out to, anyway, go. So, uh he he reached out because he's like you know this is a a playwright you know that i know and it's a new work and it's a one-person show do you have any students do you want to bring a group so i was able to kind of cobble that together i mean the students are kind of overtaxed at the moment but i i got a few of them together to come see the show we went to the matinee last sunday and uh it was phenomenal you know and it was at it was at blixt um blixt. arts lab Blixt. It's a, I think it's a Swedish word for lightning. Oh. Um, but uh, that was started by my friend, Becky Bozen and Petra Walcrest. I think I'm saying her last name wrong, right or wrong. I don't know, but they started this little performance arts space, similar to maybe project project. It's not uh -huh. plywood, but it's like just painted black walls, um, over yeah. in the uni place area over by, um, Wesleyan. Uh-huh. And they put up a one person show over there. And I knew some of the people that had designed for it. I obviously know Timothy from working with angels before it was this really cool one woman show. And she was fantastic. And it was like this really nuanced story about this stenographer in, you know, uh, I believe world war two and this like love story as she was telling it. And it was, you know, usually it's a one person show. You're like, Oh, it's just, somebody talking about the past but it was very active mm. um it was great it was really cool so yeah you're right if you're uh if you're sitting around in lincoln you're like lincoln sucks there's nothing going on you're just not looking for it right just gotta poke around 
my man. You just gotta you just gotta poke around, dude. Yep, lots to do. Yeah, have you been enjoying this um, nice weather we've been having? Yeah, my dog has been enjoying the nice weather. Yeah, I saw a lot, there was lots of uh, Maven on the on the socials this weekend. Well, we took her to the big dog park yesterday. Yeah, how was that? It was fun. We've I've taken her there before, and she was way younger than she is now. So it was kind of like she was hesitant. She kind of got bullied by yeah. a German shepherd and was kind of oh, no. geeked out the last time, you know, for the rest of the time. This oh, time she's, bad. you know, twice. she was twice. She's twice the size that she was then. So she was in the yeah. mix. She was filthy. Yeah. yeah. Just, <laughs> I mean, she's mostly a white dog, too. So like, right. any bit of dirt. but she was caked in. Filth. So did you take her to the dog wash? I took her to Canine Scrub. Shout out to Canine Scrub. Is that the place and, uh, in uh, College View? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It's like a you know self serve dog wash yeah, yeah. place. But she was got, it fun. Was it fun washing her? She hates it. <laughs> she hates. I mean, maybe it's she's. she's I, I have that that I don't. I'm sure there's a word for it, but like that satisfaction of like when you're like power hosing or washing something that's really dirty off and then you just see all the the dirt go down it's just clean like that's one of my favorite things i i did appreciate having a clean dog because of how disgustingly filthy dirty she was sure um but she she doesn't do i mean maybe we just need to continue to go to those places like she's not one that loves a bath and she's you know i don't know she just she she doesn't get that yeah she doesn't she doesn't really get that filthy dirty so we don't we end up using dog wipes a lot instead of bathing her a lot but she needed it oh she's short haired too so you can do that yeah yeah Mm -hmm. she needed it yeah like they had like you know i saw like golden retrievers in there with like long hair it's like yeah Yeah. you'd have to do that you have to get a membership just do that once a week with that but right um she was in there just like you know thinking we were gonna slaughter her or something i don't know she was really geeked out dog to the abattoir yeah she was hitting knives yeah she doesn't do it very well but um i think she appreciated uh, the fact i used to take our first pug sunny or god brain maggie maggie um Mm -hmm. maggie pie to the dog park and it was the funniest thing because i mean she's a little 20 pound smushy faced you know yeah so i started off in the little dog area Mm-hmm. And fucking little dogs, man, with the yapping and the nipping. And the, she was like, I hate this. Mm-hmm. And so we were just walking kind of out of there and took her into the big dog area. Yeah. And this, uh, I don't remember what it was, but it was a big dog comes running over to her, you know? And yeah. bugs are little stocky things, you know? Yeah. And she just kind of braces, right? Yeah. And, uh, and this dog runs up to her and stops right in her face. And Maggie's like, what? And dog's like, I, I, nothing, I guess. <laughs> and so she like did really good out in the big dog area. Cause the yeah, dog, Maven the is dogs are like, you're not a threat to us at all. <laughs> Maven's all fun, right? Like there's no yeah, yeah. question from her. So like every dog, she does the puppy stance with and like mm-hmm. play stance. Like let's play. Yeah. yeah. Play? We play. Yeah. Like, we, we're doing this. Play? Yeah. Let's go. Everybody there, including the humans, are all dogs at her play disposal. Sure, yeah, that's great. It is good. Um, I wish she had a little better recall in those scenarios, but uh, and it's also like, I don't know, man. Not everybody's not everybody's dog is for the dog park. Luckily, yeah, right. yesterday yesterday was a really great batch of folks. 
Sure. But I've I've been in places where I'm like, man, you really do not need to be bringing that dog to a dog park. Like, and then the, you know, the just like the dog is beating up on everybody, and then the yeah, owner's like. Dog. I don't know what to do. I just bring it here to get it energy out. I'm like, well, that's Can't why control your animal, man. Well, it's also like, that's why your dog doesn't know how to behave around other dogs is because you don't know how to behave around other people and other dogs. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. clear that this is, you know, a one way street here. If you dog, did some... dog training is actually human training. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. I, I had coffee this morning with uh, uh, a mutual pal, Austin, He's in town. Um, he's got some family health stuff going on, but he's uh-huh. a, that's his job now. Like he just oh, trains wow. dogs and he had, he had a, his dog with him who traveled on the plane with him as a serv- certified service animal. Yeah, yeah. And he, we were talking about that. Like, you know, what you, what you got going on internally, the dog will show externally pretty 100%. much nine times out of 10, you know? Yep. Yeah. When I lived in uh, Lake Tahoe, Lake, gosh, Lake Tahoe, I could use some more coffee apparently. Um, plus late night. Anyway, um, this house I lived in, there was a dog. It was a golden retriever named Mr. Pup. <laughs> and Mr. Pup was kind of the house's mascot. He right. was a you know, an older dog and a little overweight, but Mr. Pup was just this ray of like wherever Mr. Pup was, people were happy. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. Because right, right. always glad to see Mr. Pup, you know? Right. And i we were down at the beach one time and there's, you know, dogs all over Lake Tahoe of various levels of uh, ownership, I guess, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like right. strays and just dogs, you know. Right. I'll never forget we were down at the beach and uh, down the beach a little way with these two packs of dogs that were starting to like face off. Yeah. Right. Like there was going to be it was going to go down. There was going to be like a situation with biting, yeah. and, you know, Ugh. aggression. And Mr. Pup like sees this and literally like went booking down the beach and stood (laughs) in the middle of these two groups of dogs and barked once spun around a couple of times and barked again and then took off down the beach and the two groups of dogs were like oh we're playing sweet and they just went booking down off after mr pup oh he literally just stopped an altercation like dudes you can fight or we can play what's it gonna be yeah, that that this is not the place for that shit. Knock right. it off. We're here to have we're here to have a good time. Pretty much. Everybody like, take two steps back. Kinda. And then let's play. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, we, we were just standing there like, okay, that was amazing. Yeah. I've seen <laughs> Mr. that. I've seen Mr. that. Mr. Like, maybe we take her to the Urban Hound dog bar all the time, and like we see dogs that kind of like re- referee the situation. If things are getting yeah. out of hand, there'll be the dogs like uh-uh we're not fucking playing like that and then it kind of smooths itself out it's cool dogs are smarter than people well it's the emotional intelligence part yeah yeah you know what i mean like mm-hmm. they're they're just literally emotional they've evolved to be emotional channels as a way of survival and sure. so you can't you have to i i i again we've talked about my dog a million times but i'm blown away by how much a dog shows me my emotional state and other people's emotional state. Like, yeah, there's a dog that Maven does not get along with. And I can kind of see why from their owner at the dog park we go to, it's like, uh, that person needs to work through some shit. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say that. I'm like, Hey, have you thought about hey. therapy? Right. You know, 
like, hey, um, you might have some emotional blocks. That's why your dog doesn't want to play nice. You should say that and just see what happens. Yeah, yeah. That it, it, yeah, in in with my like with my like mala beads and my and my man bun, that I I will be the stereotype <laughs> of that. Oh, you should be. That would be hilarious. But yeah, you'd have to do it, you know, uh, ironically. I don't know that I can. I think I I'm so I'm such a truthful actor, it'll just come across as being a pretentious asshole. You'd be like the Tim Robbins character in that movie High Fidelity with John Cusack yeah, but, and Jack Black. With, with with uh with more earnestness which is bad i was gonna say that's pushing it man speaking of dogs my dog is whining to go outside she's been a good girl this whole time but she needs to go out now so we're gonna go on a little trip this would be uh my adventures with pet ownership lately have been i've actually uh breached the i've gotten over the fear of trying to trim my kitten's claws oh have you been doing it I have. Yep. That's how that's how that's that's how I spend my evenings. <laughs> hey man. <clears throat> Whatever works. Well, it takes a little while. So I just keep I have a, a pair of clippers on the piano next to my like where I sit on the couch. And yeah. so when the cat when the cow when gosh, if I'm sitting on the couch and the cats come over to, to lay on me, yeah. then I'll just grab the clippers and it's like a game, which is good. Because oh, it takes because yeah. the the thing is they want to play they don't they're not afraid of the clippers and the, and they don't mind me touching their paws but they want to play with the shiny thing, right? They want which play is with problematic when you're when it's sharp and you're trying to cut exactly things. trying to and you don't want to cut the quick of the nail and it's like no. it, new bad. Mm-hmm. But I haven't done that yet and they're kind of getting used to it. And then I always make sure you know just to pat them and play with them while in yeah. the middle of the so it takes like a while you know yeah. But that was, uh, yeah, it's actually going pretty, it's going better than I thought it would because I was frankly terrified of the little shits because well, I, I after, trying to, after with... trying to give them pills when I first got, like, I mean, it hurt. It was, I, I was like, oh my God, the ferocity yeah. level. Oof. Anyway. Yeah. I remember trying to clip, I think it was Colin and his uh, former partners. They had a couple of kittens all at once. And I remember like, they were little, little younger than your cats are. Uh-huh. And we like got a tea towel and like rolled them up like a burrito so that their paws were kind of sticking out. And that's yeah, yeah. how, because otherwise they were just, they would freak out. Uh huh. Yeah. And cut you up. That's what I'm saying. That was my experience trying to give them meds was like, it was yeah. terrifying. Yeah. These little four pound hell balls. Like I just, <laughs> oh my God. Like I've never had a dog do, and like nip at you a little bit. Like I don't like that. Stop. The yeah. cats were like, "I will kill you. I yeah. I will kill you. I will kill you. Uh huh. I will stop at nothing. Yeah, it, it's me or you, pal. And I'm sharper <laughs> than you are. So let's go. <laughs> wow. Wow. But yeah, it's yeah. it's really cool now. It's kind of like like they don't really seem to mind it. They just want to play. So that's a really good development. Yeah, for sure. And weirdly, they're a lot less sharp when their nails are trimmed. Yeah, that's that. That's that's the case for trimming rather than declawing, right? Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Declawing seems awful. Well, I, I mean, it's kind of like if you were to cut your fingers off at the knuckle. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, not okay. I, I mean, everybody does their own thing, but right. I, yeah. Yeah. I, oh, I a, feel. Yeah. There's. I would a, rather. I would rather you know put up with the occasional scratch than. 
do that yeah. to my yeah. my little my bad cats. Yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a fan of non declawing. I mean, everybody's Oof. you know I you you know you do you you do you. But right. I think but it's. A, I'm, I'm going to judge you just a little bit. <laughs> right. Oh, for sure, 100. percent But I won't mm. say it to your face. I'll just internalize it, and it'll turn into a you know. Uh, indigestion <laughs> for you yeah yes i think mm -hmm. it's a healthy sign that you and i aren't complaining about the sad state of the nation right now we're talking about our pet throw it on the you pile I mean? yeah what well which which part i said throw it on oh. the pile it's like yeah i don't even really care yeah well here's the here's the thing i hi mom if you're listening but like i went over how my mom's house the day of the the super bowl shooting thing yeah have we talked about this i was just like i i refuse to be sad about that you and i like, talked I about this privately oh yeah yeah yeah. just because i don't it's like this is what we asked for yeah. whatever this is our new yep. normal now there's going to be people shot for stupid reasons because we've taken away mental health care and given everybody guns including in missouri where like kids can have guns yep so it's like well what the fuck do you expect can you <laughs> I, can your can the human psyche take on that much no injustice i mean no you can't very stan cabbage has been talking about that a lot lately thankfully because that's been really helpful for me what has what mary stan cabbage oh yes 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 like there's just so much the levels of horrificness happening all over the world right now are pretty high yeah and so what do you you're like how do you how do you not melt down where do you put that how do you not melt down how do you engage and how sure. do you well how do you, you have to engage but you can't you know i think what i'm gonna do is go buy some guns and a big truck <laughs> and then deny everything yeah and, and blame it on immigrants yeah yeah that's what i'm gonna do it's probably right. the immigrants fault and the poor yeah. people yeah i uh yeah I think it's, I don't know, man. It, the last four years have been such a chaotic shit show nightmare that it's kind of like, <laughs> I don't even, I, I will pick up. I, that's the thing. I'm not, I'm not a ostrich with my head stuck in the sand, but mm -hmm. I'm not going to get bent out, bent out of shape about this election cycle. Cause I think it's totally fucked either way. And totally. you know what I mean? And it's, so it's like, okay, where can I do some good? And it's like, mm -hmm. I think it's uh, the recent death in the family has realized there's a lot of impact you can have to your community by being compassionate and loving to people that are in that are struggling and, and in suffering with just day to day humanity that stomping around my house, yelling at MSNBC and scrolling on Instagram is probably not actually fixing anything. So I can no. try to, I can try to be there for people and I can also disengage from people that I don't really want to engage with. I think, I think if you just scroll harder, <laughs> really fucking, well, maybe get on another social media platform. I'll shut so that one just... down and put open another one and just, just keep <laughs> scrolling. And then you, it, it, it's like, yeah, if you scroll faster and harder, do you get to the bottom where they're the answer is the answer? <laughs> I feel like that's kind of an analogy for, you know, alcoholism. Yeah. Oh, if I just means, drink, if maybe if I finish the bottle, yeah, the answer will be there. Yeah, it'll all come 
if I just if I swipe black hole sun exactly. won't you come <laughs> wash away the rain yeah if I just scroll it yeah just gotta really send that vitriol yeah just gotta keep and then I gotta get on Facebook and say a bunch of shit and comment a bunch of shit and then I gotta get back on TikTok and <laughs> I think conversely, if you only post positive things on Facebook, then that's activism. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's all going to work out, everybody. That's right. It's, no, it's not. It's, oh, it'll work out, but. <laughs> there's no bottom of the scroll. No, there isn't. There's no, there's no end to it. That is a perfect sort of alcoholism analogy there. It's like there's no. You don't get to the bottom of that. And it's like, you've won. You found it. You found the golden <laughs> ticket. <laughs> That's all I've ever wanted is a golden ticket. And the universe just wouldn't give it to me. No. Yeah. And and speaking of golden ticket, it's not like even like if you are Charlie Bucket and pure of heart and don't fuck up, oh. that shit, bad, bad shit's not going to happen to you. So, right. I don't know. I, I guess going back to the the point is that, and and, you know, we've, it is it is telling that I think there have been times on this on this you know ongoing conversation between you and I that you and I both have just kind of like been off the off the edge off the deep end about shit. Yes. And I think the fact that that's not where we start, I think, is an indication that we've not gotten better, but like there's just there's only so much time that we have to prioritize certain shit. And I'm I right. can't I can't. Yeah, I can't. I, I I know that like the next few several months leading up to an election is going to be just fucking hellish, hellish. Yeah, hellish. So it is. So I feel like we're prepping, you know. Yeah. And acknowledging the fact that we do live in a dystopian hellscape with iPads, but you know, what are... <laughs> but there's still ice cream. You know, there's still ice cream. That's what I'm saying. I have a bicycle and a dog and ice cream yeah. and a job really, to that's do. Kinda, yeah. I mean, what else do you need? Really? Baseball. Oh, uh, new season of drive to survive. There's my escapism. Oh, when does that start up? It's, it's, it's lifted. It's, it's launched. I started watching it last night or yesterday. Oh, no shit. Yeah. yeah. I'm halfway through it already. Oh my God. I <laughs> yeah, love that. The racing that season. The racing season starts next week. So. And this is all the documented shit from the previous season. Previous right? year, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Okay, yeah, yep. So it's yeah, it's been it's been fun. It's because last season was actually um, pretty interesting, just in racing. So there's lots of you know dramatic bits right. for Netflix to put together into a soap opera. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, uh, Netflix, I think, is on a tear of really interesting sport documentary series, like. There's that That's one because the uh, the algorithm the 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 stats have shown that people with a certain sportsmen will watch sports yeah. documentaries. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. There was one the David Beckham one was fascinating. Uh, I love the Formula One one. I I I ended up watching a lot of the tennis one. Like what is it? Point Break or not Point Break? Break Break Point Break Point Break is something else. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, I. I am an FBI agent. Sorry. Um, 
the tennis one is fast is just because I don't play tennis. I barely watch tennis, but it was amazing. I just I like the I mean, Formula One is a guilty pleasure because it's just a nightmare of excess and uh you know, I mean, it's it's very much, uh, you know, it's lifestyles of the rich and famous, you know. Yeah, it, it, and it's and it's definitely like, yeah, rich and fam- like ridiculously rich, and also yes. some some, you know, like that Russian team, that Russian guy that bought the team. Oh and yeah, like, this is dark money, dude, being parked into an. Well, that, but that that was actually a good, he didn't buy the team. He he uh, sponsored the team so that his son could drive. Oh, that's for right. Haas. Yeah. yeah, and and when Russia invaded Ukraine. Uh, Haas told him to get bent. Yeah, which was good. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's also like, yeah, just, you know, you can't get more. Uh, bougie? Just, yeah, bougie. And also just like burning fossil fuels. Like just, yeah, yeah, the whole just thing. The celebration mm-hmm. of burning fossil fuels is just ama- amazing in auto racing. It's a celebration of engineering and fortitude. And if they, I hopefully, I'm sure that those big companies are working on e versions of those cars. They are. There's, there's Formula E. There's electric car racing. It already exists. It's been a thing for a few years now. Really, but they can't. They probably don't have the laps, right? They don't have the amount of laps. Um, I don't know. I haven't watched it. Because that wouldn't be that wouldn't be too interesting to you know have to watch a 45 minute pit stop while they recharge. That's not a thing. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. And the the current F one cars are hybrids. Are they really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, good for yep. them. Exactly. Yeah, they're working on it. My you know. my current guilty pleasure is uh, the animated Star Wars series, The Bad Batch. How it's many fun. Star Wars series are there? There's Never too many. Like I don't care. How many animated Star Wars series are there? A lot. I don't care. <laughs> good. Okay. Perfect. I'm All one right. of those people. I don't like get out my my. <laughs> You know, my pocket protector. Sorry, I don't want to. God, I love, I love all nerds. So, yeah, but there's some people in the world that are like, Disney, Star Wars, it's too much. There's too much. I'm like, you know what? We're all going to die. Get, <laughs> just enjoy some shit. Here's, here's some money. Go see a Star Wars. Go see a Star Wars. It's, I'd rather, I'd rather have. Uh, oversaturation of Star Wars storylines because I believe it to be more interesting than say a Marvel universe, right? Yeah. Like, so anyway, there's a lot of Adam animated Star Wars. Did you stories. listen to the? Did you listen to the WTF with Mark Ruffalo? I didn't. Oh, it's so good. It's great. Didn't he, did, he talk some trash on Marvel? Didn't he? Who Marin? No, Ruffalo. I don't know. I don't remember that. I know Marin definitely has. Oh yeah. Anyway, well, uh, oh, it's great. Just go listen to the WTF with Mark Ruffalo. He's very interesting. Cool guy. Okay. And you, if you haven't seen the movie Poor Things, you got to watch Poor Things. Yeah, I know. I need to see Poor Things. God, it's so good. I know. Oof. Um, What else am I into? What are you oh, into? Oh, I'm really excited. Uh, this, is, this is a total plug, but I've also plugged this on our podcast, and it's because of a a dear friend and former guest and somebody who I disparaged at the beginning of this podcast, (laughs) Armando McLean, his uh, he's cast in that. So in the weeping cedars universe, like that's a whole kind of 
mysterious supernatural horror podcast world. Um, uh-huh. There was an offshoot of that, and that podcast is called Samite. And Armando is on the first, you know, he anyway, Samite is coming back on March 4th. And I am very, very excited. Is Armando on the new season? He is. Yep. Oh, cool. Yep. yep. I ha- I have to admit, you've talked about that, and I have it queued up in my podcast app, but I have not started listening to it because I'm afraid to. It's not scary. I mean, it's no, weird. I mean, it's more like it's like it's it's just the whole. It's like I'm oh, committing to another show. Oh. Uh, <laughs> they're they're actually. I'll, I'll they're, do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll go. I'll. He'll keep calling. He'll keep calling. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. <laughs> Shit. He'll keep calling me. He'll keep calling. Mm-hmm. Have a don't nice ask life, me to participate in your stupid crap, Ferris, if you don't like the way I do it. <laughs> exactly. You make me make a phony phone call to Edward Rooney? And, and, and then, and then you slap me. I didn't slap. You slap me. That's me. Don't ask me to participate in your stupid crap if you don't like the way I do it. Beautiful. That's you know some actors recite Hamlet. <laughs> hey, I can do that too. But I know. I'd much rather recite yeah, yeah, yeah. Ferris Bueller's Day Hamlet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Goonies. <laughs> anyway, definitely listen to Sam. Well, here's the thing: like you have you have the perfect amount of time in your commute to yeah to kind of take those bites because they're not long. Sure. Um, they're. I think it's great. I know, but I, like when I'm going to work. I like to listen to like Mary Stan Cabbage. And, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. You know what I'm saying. And then yeah. on my way home, I like to listen to loud rock and roll. Well, take a walk around Holmes Lake and listen to Samite. Fine. What's your? I did that yesterday. Actually, problem, man. I don't know. I'll I'll listen to it. Fine. <laughs> Armando's like, great. That's how we're getting. That's how we're getting. Like Joel's just out there. Fucking listen to this. You're gonna love it. It's so good. Well, you know, any publicity is good publicity. Right. Like like Sam Kennison energy ever got anybody to do anything. You just you just keep saying the word Samite. 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 Have you listened to it? Samite. Samite. I I I like and it's like a part of this whole universe of storytelling in this fictitious north uh like up upper New York. What is it? upstate New York fictitious town called weeping cedars. And so they have the weeping cedars podcast, which is this whole other thing, but this is kind of an offshoot of that. And I no no hate on the weeping cedars world, but the same I offshoot is just fascinating to me. All so, right. Yeah. All right. Are you caught up in the twin peaks nostalgia that I've seen all on the Facebooks? The I'm caught up in the nostalgia because What's the, is there an anniversary or something? Well, it's it was March twenty. It was February twenty fourth yesterday, and that but is help me. That is why that's because uh, what's what's uh, what's his name's? Yeah, the actor. Yeah, but the the character, the yeah, Agent Cooper. Agent Cooper, when he in the first episode, he's like February twenty fourth. Uh, 11 30 a.m entering the town of twin peaks that's and, right and okay yeah yeah. i, and I can hear Kyle that Lachlan, or whatever his name is he yeah, yeah. goes to that town and drives uh, past the sign on february year. 24th at 11 yeah, 30 so cool. okay that's what i was seeing all right i yeah. kind of figured that was it but i was having a hard time putting it together but when you said caught up what i'm not caught up on and i, I have a dear friend of ours that just shared their um 
Paramount Plus password with Showtime. <laughs> I, I have not watched the 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 reboot, not reboot, but the the late stage sequel of Twin Peaks. I haven't watched Ooh. that series yet. Ooh. Because a few is that, years that, ago, is 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 that like is it is it good or is it like Blues Brothers two thousand I mean, it's the sequel that absolutely did not need to be made. Ever. No, I don't think it's like that at all. I think okay. it's, you know, I think it's it's David Lynch did it like he directed. Oh, okay. It. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, Dan Aykroyd did Blues Brothers two thousand too. So that's true. <laughs> anyway, uh, I digress. But yeah, no, I haven't seen it. But I a few years ago went back through. Twin Peaks, but I, I, I stopped at the series. I didn't watch the movie. I didn't watch Fire Walk with me. So I need to watch Fire Walk with me again, and then I can start the new, uh, okay, series, the most recent one. Like it's twenty seventeen. That's such a head job. That whole show, dude. Especially the that second season or whatever. Oh my god! It, it like yeah, it's like you think that it's you think that it's an acid trip, and then all of a sudden the acid actually kicks in in the second season. You're like, what the fuck am I watching? Right. I love it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Masterful. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I just got uncomfortable just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. It's so mm-hmm. good. So good. Well, what, what are you doing? What are you doing today? Uh, well, <laughs> did we do it? <laughs> well, what are you going to do? Uh, how's, that, how's, how's that for a big finish? So, uh... <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Um, my, uh, uh, my friend Brenton is coming over to the house to look at a crack in my wall downstairs. Oh. Cause he's a yeah, basement yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. So we got to make sure that he's probably going to tell me that my house is caving in and then I need to spend 10 grand. But, um, you know, cool. Uh, and then I think we're going to take the dog to wilderness park and enjoy this beautiful day. Nice. Might get a nap in. I don't know. Nice. Right. I, I might, might go to bed, bath and beyond. I don't know if there's going to be enough time. I'm going to, I'm trying to decide. Um, it's really nice out, but I need to go. I need to go clean uh, the dance studio. I got to go do some work. Yeah, good work. Go, get my hands dirty. And then I think maybe I will go for a bike ride or something. Ah, uh, yeah. I need to tune the bike up and get it going again this way. Yeah, my bike des- definitely needs a tune up. Yeah. Um, and I also need to go buy a tire pump. I'm finding myself short one of those right now. Get a tire but, pump. Uh, yeah. I'm going to get a tire pump. Yeah, go get a tire pump. Make sure you get a nice one with the with the pressure gauge on it. You got to have the pressure gauge. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Cool. Cool. I might just take a nap. I might just like my bed's right over there. I might just go lay down. Yeah, go pop a few melatonin and take a nap. Sleep away this day, man. You don't need to work or do anything else. <laughs> don't say that, man. Yeah, dude. Take about two or three melatonin and see what happens. I'm an Ashwanga guy. Ashwanga. Ashwagandha. Yes. Yeah, that. Uh-huh. I'm a synthianine and melatonin mix with a little bit oh. of CBD tincture. Oh. Have you tried the Ashwa? 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that stuff. It'll just boom. Night. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, synthianine is intense shit too. It's not like trip. It's, Yeah, it just it's like a it's a natural, you know, uh calming of the mind and body to get hmm. prepared for sleep thing that helps. Hmm. Melatonin gives me weird dreams. I don't take it. I don't like it. 
That's why I like it. Of course. Cool. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, well, we're Joel and I are going to get weird. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> as weird as two normal people will get. I guess we're yeah, not normal, but yeah, I don't. Whatever. We don't really get what, weird. No, what's what's? I man, I tell you what, I got weird <laughs> last night. I bet one one o'clock in the morning, getting down with MDC. Damn, dude. MDC, MDC. You're like, man, you're out there. I. That's the goal. I'm proud of you. I'm in the flow. Get them. Get them. Word. All right, man. Well. Yeah. Have a good summer. That's right. I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye.
Don't forget, toot your hooter.